0: Amen, praise the Lord, knowing God. I'm glad I have this uh, pulpit here, so just in case I I went over my time and start throwing chairs at me, I can hide behind this. (laughs) Praise God, praise the Lord. Knowing God or knowing Jesus, Jeremiah chapter 9, verses 23 and 24, and let's read Justice and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. Begin with this thought. That it is a mind-boggling and beyond comprehension that the God of the universe, the creator of heaven and earth, the God who hangs the stars and calls each name its one by name, The one who holds the seven seas in the palms of his hand. The God who is all-powerful, all-knowing, and majestic. The Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. The one who was and is and who shall be forevermore. wanted you and I to know him. This is mind-boggling. This is unprecedented. No other religion on the face of the planet whose God is like our God. There is none like Him. There is none that we can compare to Him. A God of might and majesty and yet a God full of compassion. The God who becomes became like us, live among us, and die for us, so that we might know him and be saved by him. He doesn't have to do this, but he did. Not because he needed you and me, but because we needed him. David, David even asked in the book of Psalms, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Our God is a knowable God. Knowing God is different from knowing about God. That knowing Jesus is different from knowing about Jesus. It is very possible for anybody to profess Christ and not possess Christ. It is very possible for you to talk about Jesus... And not know Jesus personally. A grandfather and a grandson went to a war memorial down in the States. And the grandson, when he saw the statue of uh, General Robert E. Lee, he said, Grandpa, I know Robert E. Lee because we studied about him in our history class. And the grandpa looked at, look at the grandson and said, I know Robert E. Lee because I fought with him in the battle. Today, I would like to speak to you for a few moments about knowing God or knowing Jesus. Let's bow our heads and let us pray. Father in heaven, I thank you and I praise you, Lord God, for this wonderful privilege, Lord God, to bring your word to your people, oh God. Father, I ask that you will Anoint my lips, Lord God, that, Lord, your word will not return to you void, Lord God, but will accomplish what you have purposed for it, Lord. Father, we ask that you will have preeminence in this service, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit will move mightily in our midst, Lord God. And, Father, we will be very careful to give back all the glory, the honor, and the praises, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Praise God. A woman answered the phone, and she heard a very repentant, masculine voice. I'm sorry, darling, he said. I thought things over, and you can have the Rolls Royce as a wedding present. And we will move to the Florida coast. And your mother can move in with us. Now, will you marry me? And a woman said, Of course I will. And who is this? (laughs) She she agreed to marry without knowing the person. Mm -hmm. Knowing God. There are two sides to this knowing God. First, you have to know Him to be saved. John chapter 17 verse 3 says, And this is eternal life that they know you. The only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And then, when a person accepts Jesus Christ as his Savior, he comes to know God personally, not just intellectually, but in a much deeper way. For in the Bible, to know means far more than just intellectual knowledge, it means an intimate relationship with Him. Secondly, you have to know Him more for you to grow into maturity and spiritually. And this is where I will pick up our topic today, knowing God. After you have been saved and received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now the privilege or the responsibility shifted on you to know Him. What do I mean by this? Before you came to Christ, God was the one pursuing you. God was the one hounding you. God was trying to get your attention. He was a seeking God. Remember right in the garden, in the book of Genesis, God said, Adam, where are you? Since the beginning of mankind, God is seeking man. He is a seeking God. And when we respond to Him and accepted Him and become His child this time, we don't run away from God anymore, but rather we ran after Him to know Him. Just like Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection. The driving force in our Christian life should be Knowing God. Obedience to Him comes out of knowing God. Following Him comes out of knowing God. Submission to Him comes out of knowing God. To know Jesus is very important for your spiritual growth and your daily walk with Him. To know God separates the victorious Christian from the spineless Christian who is always defeated in every battle in life. Knowing God separates the overcomers from the one who always succumb to every temptation and trials that come their way. For the Bible says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. Many Christians, after receiving Jesus Christ, Into their life, they think that they have arrived, already arrived spiritually. So they tend to sit back, relax, and hit the cruise control button. And they think it just happens on its own. Well, it doesn't happen that way. You don't grow spiritually like that. We have to realize that seeking to know Him is not only the purpose and the highlight of our life but it's also lifelong endeavor for anyone who calls himself or herself a christian to touch him to embrace him to find him to know him you have to become a person who runs after god zealously and passionately it cannot be religion it cannot be duty It cannot be coercion. It can't be for title, and it can't be for promotion. You have to become an aggressive Christian. Aggressive in what way? Aggressive to know Him. There must be that intense desire deep within your soul to know Him. There must be that deep hunger and thirst in your soul desiring to know Him. That's what I mean when I say you have to become an aggressive Christian. You don't just sit back and expect spiritual growth to happen. And if you are here right now and since you, you like passing through some spiritual dryness in your life and God doesn't it seems like so far away, my advice for you is To seek him with all of your heart and know him more. The Bible says, you will seek me and find me. And if you will seek me with all of your heart. Why a sermon on knowing Jesus? Because knowing Jesus will make you withstand every storms of life. Every trials, every temptations, and every rough and bumpy roads of life. Knowing Jesus will make you face these challenges head on. Knowing with full confidence that he will take care of you and that he will always be there for you. Knowing Jesus will make you face life with optimism, full of hope, and positive attitude. Because the God who knows your future controls your future. Let me say that again. The God who knows your future controls your future. Why a sermon on knowing Jesus? Because when you know Jesus, you will worship him in the way he wanted to be worshiped. For the Bible says, They that worship him must worship him in spirit. And in truth, knowing God will produce greater motivation to worship Him. Knowing God will make you come to Him in prayer the way He wanted you to come. For the Bible says in Psalm 66, 18, says, If I had not confessed the sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. This verse tells us that everything, everything we say is useless unless we confess our sins. The more we know him, the more our prayers become effective. So you see, you don't start your prayer with series of requests and petitions. Give me, give me, give me. But instead, you have to acknowledge and confess your sins right away. So when you stand before Him, there's nothing in between you and God. Why a sermon on knowing Jesus? Because knowing Jesus is the secret to an intimate and and loving relationship with Him. How can you develop a close and loving relationship with somebody unless you know the person? Because knowing Jesus... You will never commit your time, your money, your life, without knowing Jesus, without knowing the person of Jesus. Why a sermon on knowing Jesus? Because knowing Jesus is the secret to a meaningful, vibrant, fruitful, and growing Christian life. Knowing Jesus is the key to contentment and satisfaction in life. Because the more you know Him the more you realize that He is all that you need and that He is more than enough. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 23 to 24 says, Thus says the Lord, Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. But let him who boasts, boast in this that he understands and knows me. God's desire for you and me is that we know him. You can have the wisdom and the intellectual capacity to split an atom, but if you have never met and know God who created the atom, you're lost and without hope. You can be the mightiest and the most powerful person in the world. But if you have never met and know the God, the most powerful person in the world, the all-knowing God, the creator of heaven and earth, you're lost and without hope. You can be the wealthiest person in the whole world, but have never met Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. You are a pauper in the kingdom of God. You are lost and without hope. Jesus said, what would a man profit if he gains the whole world but loses his own own soul in the process? What would a man profit if he is the best architect but never met the architect of the universe? What would a man profit if he is the best physician, but never met the great physician? What would a man profit if he is the master carpenter, but never met the master carpenter from Nazareth? What would a man profit if he is the best florist, but never met the lily of the valley or the rose of Sharon? What would a man profit if he is the best astronomer but never met the bright and the morning star? What would a man profit if he is the best geologist but never met the rock of ages? What would a man profit if he is the best baker but never met the bread of life? Friends. There is nothing more important in this world than knowing Jesus Christ personally. As St. Paul said, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection. Knowing God brings there are some benefits, other benefits of knowing God. And Knowing God brings confidence and boldness. It says in Daniel 11, chapter 11, verse 32 says, But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Moses wanted to send spies to the promised land to scout the area. So he asked for 12 mighty men from each tribe. These are the mightiest of the mighty men of each tribe. These are the 18, the green beret, the uh, elite force. These are not wannabes. These are the salty veterans. These are the best of the best. But there was a problem. The 12 spies went and 10 came back with a bad report. Terrified by the giants they saw, and that they look at themselves as like grasshoppers. Fear gripped their hearts and melted like ice cream in a hot summer July. And their legs were shaking. Only two men came back with good report. Only two out of 12. Joshua and Caleb are the ones who came back with good report. They trusted and believed that God is able To defeat their enemy. They knew that their God is bigger than their enemy. They knew that God will fight for them. Joshua and Caleb knew their God will be on their side. Knowing God brings confidence and boldness. David, the teenage boy wonder, knew his God. And that that is more than enough to give him boldness and the courage to face Goliath, and ultimately killed him. 40,000 Israel soldiers and the whole Philistine army on the other side, watching and thinking David was marching towards his death as he approached Goliath. What they didn't know, that David was marching towards the throne of Israel that day. David knew his God. There is no shadow of a doubt in his mind that God will defend him and the nation of Israel. Knowing God brings confidence and boldness. The people that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Another benefit of knowing God is that it brings peace. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 2 says, "May God Give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Knowing Jesus is the key that unlocks the door to to different kind of peace. This is a kind of peace that the world has been searching for. And they will never find this until they find and found the Prince of Peace. This is the kind of peace that passes all understanding and it's brought about by knowing Jesus personally. And having this kind of peace in your heart means you don't have to go to bed with an extra, with a bottle of extra strength Tylenol on each hand worrying about anything. You know, how many of you worry much Oh, thank you for being honest. How many of you worry? How many of you have PhD in worry? You know, worry will get you to one place ahead of time, and that is cemetery. Worry cannot change the past, but it can certainly ruin the present. Why worry when you can pray? He said, call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things that you know not. Why worry if God is on the throne? Why worry when he has given his angels charge over you? Why worry? You know that worry belongs to every class of people? The rich worry, the poor worry, the intelligent worry, the illiterate worry, the young worry, the old worry. The people in that worry. The people out of that worry. We worry about things we have, uh, the things we have. We worry about things we don't have. We worry about things we said, we worry about things we failed to say, we worry about things we have done, we worry about things we have failed to do. Others worry because they are not married, and others worry because they are married. Why worry? Why wo- we worry about our bodies, our b- bulges or baldness and bunions. <laughs> Some husbands worry about their wives, how their wives spend. They also worry about how the government spends. The difference is they're not afraid to cr- criticize the government. Why worry if you knew God that God cannot fail you? Why worry when you know that God is in control? And that is why knowing Jesus should stop you from worrying and bring peace into your heart. Another benefit of knowing God is that it brings wisdom. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. Knowing God gives us wisdom. Because the better you know God, the better the decisions you will make. Our ability to make the right decisions has to do with our knowledge of God. And if our knowledge of God is lacking, our choices won't be right. You can buy books, which you can get facts, but that doesn't give you brains. Wisdom is a gift from God brought about by our knowledge of God as we depend on Him. Another benefit of knowing God is that it brings freedom. Paul made a very interesting statement in Galatians chapter 4 verse 8 says formerly when you did not know god you were enslaved to those that by nature are not gods knowing god brings freedom from bondage and the lack of knowledge of god brings slavery some people are slave to religious traditions Pray the prayer, our Father, ten times, and you are forgiven. That's wrong. There's no method or technique that you can do to be forgiven of your sins. Tradition will not save you. And in fact, tradition enslaves you. Superstitions will enslave you. How many of you, how many of you know that? Some say that they feared the, the Friday the 13th. What's wrong with Friday the 13th? The only thing I know about Friday is that the following day is Saturday and it's day off. And I can sleep a little bit longer. (laughs) Right? Some people believe that weddings should be done on certain days of the week and certain months of the year. Because it brings some blessings. That's wrong. It's not the certain days or months that is important. It is Jesus that is important part of the wedding. You know, story. A state governor went and visited an insane asylum. And he went on to the first floor where the best patients are. And there a man rocking back and forth, slowly all hours of the waking day and saying, Lulu, Lulu. The governor asked the man who ran the place, What's wrong with that man? And the man said to the governor, He was engaged to Lulu and she broke the engagement. The governor went to the second floor where the worst patients. He went to the third floor where the absolute worst of the worst in the whole state happened to be. He went into the last room, a padded room. There was a man rocking back and forth, slamming his head on the wall, screaming to the top of his voice, Lulu! 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 And the governor asked, what happened to him? Oh, he married Lulu. Yeah. You married? Young guys, watch out for Lulu. <laughs> yeah. Some are slave to their own, to those uh, to their own fears. Some are slave to drugs, to pornography, to gambling, to alcohol, and other vices that destroy their health, their life, and their relationships. And only Jesus and knowing him personally will bring real freedom because when Jesus sets you free, you are free indeed. And in conclusion, our God is a God that wants to be known. No other religion in the world where you can know God and have a relationship except Christianity Our God is a knowable God. He longs and desires for you to know him. And he provided a way for you to know him. And the only way to find and know him is through the word of God, the Bible. Read the word. Study the word. Meditate on the word. Make him the object of your study. And the more we know him, the more we become conformed to the image of his son, Jesus Christ. I hope and I pray that we can say that Paul said, what Paul said, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Let's bow our heads and let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your word, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you revealed yourself in your creation, Lord God. Psalms 19, verse 1 says, For you declared, Lord God, everything in heaven. And Lord, we thank you that you have revealed yourself in your word also, Lord. Father, may we know you more, Lord God. That may we know you, like what Paul said, that we may know you and the power of your resurrection, Lord God. Father, we give you back all the glory, the honor, and the praises, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You're dismissed.